Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues his exposition of St. Peter's first epistle with this message entitled, Shining Faith Through Fiery Trials, preached October 16, 2016. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 6. Friends, if anyone preaches you the gospel and say, believe in Jesus, you will become wealthy and healthy and mighty and powerful and brilliant and beautiful. Such a person is a liar. Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, deny yourself, take up the cross and follow me to death. True believers in Jesus Christ are a joyful people. They are happy even in the midst of troubles. They rejoice with a supernatural joy produced within them by the Holy Spirit. True believers are indwelt by the triune God God is with them, in them, and all around them as a wall of fire. They are in God. God and his people are always together. Jesus said, I will be with you always to the very end of the age. If God is for us, who can be against us? In his presence there is fullness of joy. And on his right hand there is eternal pleasures. Unbelievers are always unhappy. Even when they appear happy. As they practice the sin of idolatry. They are happy in the pleasures of sin. They drink from the well of sin only to remain thirsty. Don't be envious of Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and others. They are miserable people. Paul tells us they are without hope and without the true and living God in the world. You see, evangelical Christians are trying to make more money. They themselves are saving money, serving money more than God. 624 of Matthew. Jesus said you cannot serve God and mammon. Mammon is an Aramaic word for money. So point number one. Verse six. In this we are rejoicing. In what? We are rejoicing in what Peter wrote in verses three through five. First, we rejoice continually in our living hope as a result of our heavenly father regenerating us we are God's children no longer children of the devil 
Colossians 1.13 says, For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his dear son. Two, we rejoice in our heavenly inheritance, incorruptible, pure, and fresh. We inherit God and the new creation. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, sir. When all unbelievers are sent to hell to suffer everlasting destruction. Show me a church that preaches about hell and heaven. Number three, we inherit the full salvation of body and soul prepared already by God and kept in heaven for us. And God is keeping us also by his omnipotence through our faith, which is the gift of God. We have real reason to be happy, sir. God and his eternal salvation. This does not mean, as Christians, we will not experience suffering in this life. Jesus told us in Matthew 16, 24, then Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me to death, which is the cost of discipleship. And Peter tells us in 1 Peter 2, 21, to this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example. That you should follow in his steps of suffering, death, and resurrection. And St. Peter also tells us, 1 Peter 4, 12 through 14, Dear friends, do not be served at the painful trial you are suffering as though something strange were happening to you. It is the norm, sir. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed. It proves what, sir? The spirit of glory and of God rests on you. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed. But praise God that you bear that name. This suffering is only for a little while, Peter says. It may even last all our life in this world. But it is little while. Compared to eternal joy, that last endless eternity... Our suffering is only for a moment. Paul says in Romans 8 verse 18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And this suffering 
we endure only if it would be beneficial for us according to God's will. God never tempts us. Satan tempts us that we may sin. God tests us through fiery trials to remove the impurities from our faith so that we may obey God. Joseph was tested severely and his faith never failed. God helped him to remain faithful. God was with him. Genesis 39. God was with him at his father's house. He was with him in the pit into which he was thrown by his own brothers. He was with him at Potiphar's house when he worked there as a slave. He was with him in prison when he was accused falsely. God was with him when he finally exalted him as the prime minister of Egypt that through him the Israelites be preserved and be multiplied. He was with the three Hebrew children when they were thrown into the fiery furnace for their flaming faith in God. He was with Daniel in the lion's den because of his true faith in the God of Abraham. So believers in Jesus will experience at times severe stress test to remove the impurity of our self-confidence and that our faith may shine in the purity of God-confidence. Zechariah 39, we read this, this third part, I will bring into the fire, I will refine them like silver and test them like gold, they will call on my name and I will answer them, I will say they are my people and they will say the Lord is our God. God tested Job and the devil tempted Job. Job 1.12, the Lord said to Satan, you see, Satan must get permission from Jesus to tempt us. The Lord said to Satan, very well then, everything he has in your hands, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. And in chapter 2, verse 6, the Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. And God kept Job from sinning, from cursing God. And Satan asked Jesus to receive permission to tempt Peter. Luke 22, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. And you know he denied Jesus three times, but God restored him to faith that he wrote this epistle. 
to strengthen us God tested Abraham when he commanded him to sacrifice his son Isaac and he obeyed because of his great faith in God and listen to his reasoning Hebrews 11 by faith Abraham when God tested him offered Isaac as a sacrifice he who had received the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son even though God had said to him it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned now listen to the reasoning Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead and figuratively he'd receive back Isaac from death French Calvinists called the Huguenots were murdered by the thousands for their faith in Jesus Christ do you know they believed the way we believe today in this church they were murdered on august 23 and 24 on saint bartholomew's day in 1572 they all died for their faith even as christians are being murdered today in the middle east in africa and other places and the christian country so called turn a blind eye to it so prepare to die for your faith it has been true throughout history that true believers have been brought to experience grief through various kinds of fiery trials they experience these trials of various kinds for a good purpose that they may share in god's holiness Second Corinthians 1:9 indeed in our hearts we felt the sentence of death but this happened that we might not trust in ourselves but on God who raises the dead that's pure faith Romans 5:3 through 5 not only so but we also rejoice in our sufferings plural sir tell me what are you complaining about you are not spared from back pain headache cancer and anything else because we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance character and character hope and hope does not disappoint us because god has poured out his love into our hearts by the holy spirit whom he has given us sufferings produce character holiness and we just go to the hospital and it is taken care of but we never reflect why did god give me this pain and this suffering james chapter 1 verse 2 and 4 consider it what's a pure joy my brothers whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance 
Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature. Maturity. There is revolt against maturity. We want to remain infants being taken care of. You just cry and everybody will come to take care of your problem. Start growing up and you will experience pain and trouble. That you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Hebrews 12, 10 and 11, our fathers disciplined us for a little while, as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good. That we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time. But painful later on. However it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace. For those who have been trained by it. Matthew thirteen forty six. When he found a pearl of great price. He went away, sold everything he had and bought it. You pay everything for salvation. Everything. Philippians 3, 7. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. He gave everything. He lost everything. Today they tell you, believe in Jesus, you will get everything. They are liars on television, lying to you to take your money. Matthew 16, 26. What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? Point number two. Purpose of suffering is what's a Holiness. To be like God. The shining faith of God suffering people. That is God's purpose. This true genuine faith in Jesus is more precious. Than all the pure tried in the fire gold of all the world put together. The authentic faith of one Christian in Jesus is of greater value than trillions of dollar worth of gold. Did you understand that? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Or do you mock him by not believing? Well, if you don't, God in eternity chose you not for salvation. That's why. So I read Matthew thirteen forty six already. What can you give in exchange? Nothing, sir. Most valuable in the whole world is to believe in Jesus Christ by the faith he gives you. As we are tested by God in the fire of affliction, our God will be with us to bring us through the trial in triumph. Through stoning, through burning, 
being thrown to the lions through beheading through being sown asunder through the crucifixion which was the lot of saint peter First Corinthians 10:13 says no temptation has ceased you except what is common to man and God is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it and many times the way out is death martyrdom they died in faith in shining faith to enter the heavenly Jerusalem to dwell with God in eternal happiness there is another world sir where God is and you see it by the eye of faith as we read the scriptures peter the author of this epistle suffered crucifixion according to the word of jesus Peter proving his love for Jesus and his faith in Jesus they went through fiery trials i say what's your complaint what are you murmuring about but jesus christ is coming again as he promised to give us full salvation we are waiting for his apocalypse his revelation in great power and glory he will raise up all people from the dead and he will save his people and send others to eternal punishment he's coming sir John 14:3 and if I go and prepare a place for you I'll come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am Hebrews 9:28 so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people and he will appear a second time not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him we are waiting for him sir god's people are waiting for him and he's going to come second thessalonians chapter 1 god is just he will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well this will happen when the lord jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels he will punish those who do not know god and do not obey the gospel of our lord jesus they'll be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the lord and from the majesty of his power on the day he comes to be glorified in his holy people and to be marveled at among all those who have believed He's coming with power and great glory to judge the living and the dead. Then his people of true shining faith shall receive from King Jesus praise, glory and honor. 
First Peter 4, 13, but rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. We are going to receive praise, glory, and honor from Jesus Christ. Matthew 25, 20, and 21, the man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have given five more. The master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. We receive, sir. Praise, glory, and honor. Matthew 25, 34 through 36, then king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. Be received, sir. Praise, glory, and honor. 1 Corinthians 4, 5, Therefore judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait till the Lord comes. At that time each will receive his praise from God. Sir, he is our boss. In Romans 2, verse 10, But glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good. And Romans 2, 29, Such a man's praise is not from men, but from God. He's coming, sir. I hope in Jesus Christ, who is coming again. And who will give me praise, glory, and honor, and and he will give you the same. Peter says in 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 1 to the elders among you I appeal as a fellow elder a witness of Christ's sufferings and one who also will share in the glory to be revealed and verse 4 and when the chief shepherd appears you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away what are you looking for young people what's your ambition To please God or something else? Number three, we believe in Jesus though we do not see him. We love Jesus though we do not see him. We believe in the historical apostolic record. The apostolic witness in the scriptures. We believe in Jesus and love Jesus even though we have never seen him. How can we do this? Think about it, sir. We love and believe in Jesus in his person and in his redemptive work because of the apostolic eyewitness report in the scripture which is the very word of God. Apostle Thomas, who brought the gospel to India in the first century, Thomas refused to believe, refused to believe the apostolic report of Christ's resurrection. So Christ appeared to him, and he believed. 
but listen to the words of Jesus to him John 20 verse 27 through 31 listen friends then he said to Thomas put your finger here see my hands reach out your hand and put it into my side stop doubting and believe Thomas believed and said my Lord and my God then Jesus told him because you have seen me you have believed blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed based on the apostolic report eyewitness report Jesus did many other miraculous signs in the presence of his disciples which are not recorded in this book but these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ the son of God and that by believing you may have life in his name so stop doubting believe the eyewitness apostolic report of the historical reality of the gospel in the bible and read my book I have written many books but good news for all people will tell you what the gospel is so we love Jesus and believe in Jesus without seeing him because Jesus said blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed Peter was with Jesus when Jesus spoke to Thomas these words thank God for the Bible which tells us about God's dealings with men especially in Jesus Christ do you believe the word as you read it and hear it preached do you love Jesus and believe into Jesus the Greek text says believe into Jesus entrusting your whole life to him now and forevermore have you confessed Jesus is Lord he will not appear to you personally blessed are those who love and believe in Jesus based on the gospel record he will try our faith sir through trials Saul Judas, Demas, Ananias, Sapphira were not truly believers. The visible church is a mixture of believers and unbelievers. So 1 John 2.19 says they went out from us in due time they will make their way out. It gets hotter. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. They were all second soil, third soil, fruitless believers. Children of the devil. And the Bible says, if anyone does not love the Lord, a curse on them. Everyone who will not believe in Jesus is cursed. Ephesians 6.24 Grace to all who love the Lord Jesus with an undying love. And 1 John 
5, 4 and 5, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Hebrews 11:27 by faith he left Egypt not fearing the king's anger he persevered because he saw him who was invisible by faith we see Jesus Christ of history it is recorded in the books second corinthians 5:17 says Therefore, if anybody is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. The old is gone, new has come. New mind, new will, new affection, new, new. Therefore, you can see Jesus, the invisible one. 2 Corinthians 4, 6, 4, God said, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts. For the purpose to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. You must be born again, sir. Preachers, leaders, preach new birth. And Peter himself said in 2 Peter 1 verse 10. Therefore, my brothers, be all the more eager to make your calling and election sure. Are you a Christian? Do you believe in Jesus Christ alone? You must answer it. We are pneumaticoi. 1 Corinthians 2. Spirit controlled, spirit indwelt people of God who believe in Jesus. We have the mind of Christ and we make judgments of all things as the spirit teaches us from the scripture and the proof of true faith is obedience to Jesus Christ they're born again new creatures we are united with Christ the vine by living faith to produce much fruit thank God for pruning suffering Thank God for pruning us that we may produce more fruit. Suffering is profitable and protective. Number four, various trials, but great joy in the people of God. Acts 14.22, St. Paul says, we must go through many troubles to enter the kingdom of God. 1 Thessalonians 1.6, in spite of severe suffering, you welcome the gospel with all joy given by the Holy Spirit. 1 Thessalonians 3.3 No one would be unsettled by these trials. You know quite well that we are destined for them. Let me disabuse you of the idea that Christianity means good time, more money, great power. 
I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely, been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one, three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked, I spent a night and day in the open sea and so on and so on. What's your complaint, sir? What's today's complaint? I know yesterday's complaint. What about today's complaint? You know, we should be ashamed of our little complaints. Hebrews 11. Others were tortured and refused to be released so that they might gain a better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging while still others were chained and put in prison. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. How do you like that, sir? And so on. Our faith is being refined through various trials. So we rejoice with joy unspeakable and glorious. Produced within us by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. That's why we must be filled with this spirit. I'm a Pentecostal man. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 6.10, sorrowful yet always rejoicing in Jesus who died for our sins and was raised for our justification. He is coming to glorify us. This joy is produced by the Holy Spirit. It is not self-generated. Due 24 to him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us, present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. Acts 5, 40 and 41, his speech persuaded them. They called the apostles in and had them flogged. Then they ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus. The apostle left the Sanhedrin rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them also we fix our eyes not on what is seen but on what is unseen for what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal we see the unseen through faith in the scriptures various Troubles, great joy produced within us by the Spirit. Number five, full salvation is coming, sir. Even in our suffering, we are receiving the goal of our faith, our salvation. But for the fullness of it, we wait for Christ to come. We are saved, we are being saved, and we will be saved. Even now, we are filled with the Spirit and rejoice greatly in Jesus and the fruit of the Spirit. 
love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, the spirit produces it within us. Friends, Jesus promised trouble. John 16:33 I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart I have overcome the world for you Colossians 2:15 and having disarmed the powers and authorities he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them by the cross for us Hebrews 2:14 and 15 since the children have flesh and blood he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death that is the devil devil has been defeated by Christ by his death to free us and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death that's why French Huguenots they were murdered but they went to be with God and all the people who were burned at stake went to heaven and the church persecuted them the church not only the state church did that sir Second Corinthians 1, 3 and 4 Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ Father of compassion and the God of all comfort Who comforts us in all our troubles Why don't you look to Jesus sir, and be comforted And stop complaining to pastor and everybody else To get sympathy It's better to go to the closet and pray Try that first And then tell me about it who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. I said, in this world we have trouble, but in Jesus Christ we receive peace and joy and happiness. Paul says in Romans 8, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, and finally, sword that cuts. What is the answer? Nothing can separate us. No, he says, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. This is serious Christianity, sir. You go to any church and see whether they will preach this. Our full soul and body salvation is coming soon. When Jesus comes again, then we will inherit it in full. We shall be glorified to live with him forever. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth has passed away and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying 
Now the dwelling of God is with men and he will live with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying for the old order of things has passed away. Friends, you're going to die, sir. Listen to what I'm saying. Jesus said, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. May the Holy Spirit help you to understand what I said and help us to believe in Jesus with authentic faith. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to believe in your Son, Jesus Christ, with true faith, that we may be saved and may become people of great hope, that we may become overcomers. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace Valley Christian Center is committed to the unchanging truth of the Holy Scriptures. We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Rev. P.G. Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.